All right. Hey, everyone. So it's Aryan and Ishan. Um, we previously, just the people who have been hearing us, we previously had our recording on Spotify and Anchor podcasts, and we're still going to do that, but we're opening up to new avenues. And so we'll be now on YouTube, on some TikTok, on um, YouTube shorts, and we wanted to get, kind of make it video and audio. And so Aryan's video is not working today. Um, so that's why you only see me, but from next week onwards, you'll be able to see both of us. And um, we'll get into a few intros, but Aryan, how are you doing? Yeah, I mean, I'm sorry I can't share my video today, but um, next time, next week, I'll be sure to. Um, I'm doing fine. Um, we'll go into talking about a little bit about last week and the upcoming um, game as well. But I'm happy we finally won a game. It feels like it's yeah. been better. So yeah. in that sense, I'm a little happy. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. I'm really excited. So just a little bit about us. Um, we released this at the first episode that we did on Spotify and Anchor, but just for all the YouTube viewers and TikTok viewers, um, my name's Ishan. I'm a, I'm a first year, I'm, I'm in my second year in medical school and um, and I'm in, and we're both in Albany, um, uh, but I'm originally from Dallas, but born in Pittsburgh. And so that's how I'm a Steelers fan. And then my favorite former Steelers player is Troy Palomalu and my favorite current player is probably TJ Watt. Uh, you want to share a little bit about yourself, Arian? Yeah, um, I'm a senior at Union College, which is in like, upstate New York. Um, I'm from North Carolina, and I became a Steelers fan from like, my first game. My first football game I watched or was really invested in was like the Steelers-Packers Super Bowl. I decided to root for the Steelers, and since then, I was just a big Steelers fan. Um, my favorite, all-time favorite Steelers players, probably like Troy Polamalu. Um and then Big Ben, and then obviously AB is a little controversial, so not as much anymore. But um, currently playing, uh, I do like George Pickens, Najee Harris yeah. when he was like good, and yeah, obviously TJ Watt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, that's awesome. So yeah, uh, we'll recap kind of the game. So man, so we came out of our bye week and we had a great win. We beat the Saints 20 to 10, and uh, Watt came back and the defense just looked way different. I know Minka wasn't playing, so it was kind of crazy. His, I believe his appendix ruptured on Saturday, and then he had an appendectomy on Saturday, and he wanted to play Sunday, but the coaching staff and the medical team didn't let him, but he looks probable for um this Sunday against the Bengals. But, Arian, what are your big takeaways from the game? Yeah, um, the defense was excellent, way better than it was previously. Obviously, Watt made a huge change. I think even Minka's replacement played pretty well. Um, and I think the main thing for me was the running game. Oh my God, both yeah. running back were like and firing on all cylinders. Both Najee and Warren had a really good game. I'm glad Najee again, or Najee went kind of back to his like old self and found form. So I think those were my like main takeaways. Yeah, no, for sure. It was back to almost like Steelers football, rush the passer and run the ball. And it was crazy. I think I read a stat today that the Steelers in two games have nine sacks with TJ Watt. And in there, what there were three and six right now. And in seven games without him, we have a total of eight sacks, which is mm. mind boggling. Like, and yeah. granted, TJ Watt didn't have a sack, but Highsmith had two sacks. And it just shows the difference. Highsmith, I think, had three sacks in TJ Watt's first game because you double team Watt, Highsmith's one on one, and he can take advantage. So it was huge to see Highsmith have such a great day. And he actually won AFC Defensive Player of the Week which is uh, kudos to him. 
Uh, secondary looked good. Two interceptions um, from Kazi. Kazi, um, the safety was his first game, and then um, Levi Wallace also had an also had an interception. The only worry, two worrisome things for me was um, the kicking game. Matthew Wright, who's replacing Boswell because of his injury, did not look good. Missed two out of the four kicks, and um, I really think I think he's gonna play better. The Steelers have confidence in him. He did kick for us in a in I think a few couple years back. And he was good for Jacksonville last year. Um, so we'll see. Hopefully he rebounds this week. And then the red zone offense needs to be better. Um, we will get there. Granted, we missed two field goals. So if we make those two, and they weren't long field goals, we'd be would have won 26-10. But I would have loved that to be 30-10. to 10. And instead of that one field goal, that's a touchdown. Um, and uh, yeah, because I think one of the drives in the third quarter, I believe, was really promising. We drove down, stalled, kicked a field goal, missed the field goal. So yeah, but... Um, Arian, did you uh, did you get a chance to hear about um, or see AB release some pictures talking about AB pictures of texts between him and Big Ben from a while ago? Um, not with Big Ben. I saw recently Tom Brady shared a text that he had with Antonio Brown, kind of telling him that hey, I respected you, but now you kind of went back to your old self and um, acting immature. I saw that text, but um, what are you referring to? Yeah, so I think it was a little bit before the Brady one, but like it's literally Big Ben. I don't, th- there's no timestamp, I believe, but there, it, I think it's from 2017, 2018. Um, and so Big Ben and AB, it seemed like they had a great relationship, but then there was that one game, if you remember, it was against the Broncos. Oh, the Broncos? Oh. Yeah, where I think Big Ben targeted AB or whatever, and then he called him out after the game. And then um, I think that rubbed AB the wrong way. And then that was when Juju was going off. And I think Juju had the most yards or he was named the Steelers MVP of the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they, it was just, but the text essentially was just like, AB was like, was saying, no, Ben, you got this. Um, we the people. It's funny how people think we're fighting or Big Ben said that. It's funny how people think we're fighting and it's, but we're going to be amazing together. And it's like, I think it was before it, everything broke out, but it was showing. And I wonder why AB released that now, but it feels like maybe AB wants to make amends with Big Ben, which is which is good because I know AB's been in a lot of the news lately, but um, they were a great combo back in their heyday. So, I mean, yeah, I agree. Um, but it's hard to decipher whatever AB does now. I think. <laughs> yeah Jenny no yeah for sure um so getting it this week uh so we're playing the Bengals I the Steelers we they always do this to us I was like oh okay we like the season's kind of over maybe now we just see how the young guys do and then we win a game I got hope again we'll see <laughs> if it lasts um I'm hoping but um so we're playing the Bengals this week in Pittsburgh Bengals are favored by four points so I'm really excited to see the Steelers attack the Bengals O-line and the Bengals still will not have Jamar Chase, which is a huge loss. And so I think that really gives the Steelers an advantage there. Um, so I'll quickly run through the Bengals injuries. And then, so this is kind of like how we do it. We'll run through the injury report and then kind of give our preview of the team's players. Today, we're going to do a little bit more abbreviated version because we gave some intros and we really want to try to keep our videos 20 minutes and under just so it's easy to consume for, for all of you guys. But um, on the Bengals' end, so Jamar Chase is out, as I mentioned, with a hip injury. Mike Hilton and Trey Flower, they're two cornerbacks, both questionable. 
And then they should be getting back safety Brandon Willis from a knee injury and DJ Reader, defensive tackle, who's a huge no defensive tackle that can really stop the run. And he's coming back from a knee injury as well. Or, and you want to kind of get into the Steelers injury report? Yeah, for the Steelers, um, defensive end Marvin Leo, he's um, returning to practice. Um, what um, Minka Fitzpatrick, he really wanted to play last week. Um, they made the executive decision to um, have him wait one more week. So he's optimistic to play this Sunday. And um, we're hoping that he can. Najee Harris had some slight knee discomfort. Um, so he's questionable, but probably will still play Sunday. And then um, our cornerback, Akili Witherspoon, questionable. And then our cornerback, William Jackson, the third, is an IR. Yeah. Yeah. So kind of get into this. We're going to kind of rate offense, defense, special teams, who has the better better um better positional groups and players in each of those categories and then along with that we'll just mention some key players to watch out for on both sides or like the star players are right, and you kind of want to you want to do offense and i'll do defense and second and i'll do the special teams yeah 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 so i'll go for offense first um i'll start with the Bengals. um obviously at quarterback joe burrow is very talented um i think he had a slightly rough start to the season but now they've been clicking so he's been playing pretty well. Uh, Jamar Chase is usually um, their best player, um, but he's obviously out for today's game. So they're going to heavily rely on T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd. And they have a solid running game too with Joe Mixon. I think it was last week where he went, was it last week or last to last week, where he went absolutely berserk, like five yeah. touchdowns. Um, so that's kind of where the most of the offense is going to be occupied for the Bengals side. Um, but we can really utilize or target their O-line because their O-line isn't a major strength. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, for the Steelers, uh, our O-line is also not that great because Kenny Pickett got sacked a lot last week. But times, uh, yeah. But hopefully if our running game plays like it did last week, then that could be our strength with Najee Harris and Jalen Warren. But definitely, I think where we're most talented as our wide receivers with George Pickens and Deontay Jensen, that combo is deadly when they're both um, creating space. And then obviously our tight end, Pat Frymouth, is also really good. <clears throat> yeah. So who are you giving the edge to? Offensively, I'm going to still have to give it to uh, the Bengals, even though Jamar Chase is out. Uh, the other two wide receivers are still really talented. The running back is still pretty good. And they just have a lot more going for them right now. I agree. I agree. It's crazy. Um, so Big Ben has a podcast, and I watched one of the YouTube shorts on it where Big Ben on that thing was the first play of the game, or one of the first few plays of the game. Uh Pickett targets Pickens, who's running like a crosser over the middle, and he throws it behind Pickens, so it's not caught. But I think Pickett, or sorry, Pickett threw that to Pickens. And then I think. Pickett's just going to read the field and he'll get better with it. But Big Ben was like, he had Deontay Johnson for a 75-yard touchdown, which we haven't had since like Big Ben in his heyday with two Juju, two Martavis Bryant to AB. But yeah, on that first play of the game, it was a go route for Deontay Johnson and he had beaten his defender and no safety help. So hopefully we, I think the deep shots can be there in this offense. We just got to take them and be smart about it. So We'll see. And on the defensive end, all right, so the Bengals, they have a talented defense. This is the reigning AFC champion, so they do have a talented team. Players to watch out for, Hubbard and Hendrickson are great pass rushers off the edge. Definitely, we need a, our tackles to play well. And then Logan Wilson is, is a good linebacker for them. 
as well. I think their secondary is also one of their strengths in that they have Eli Apple, they have Mike Hilton, they have a good safety tandem of Von Bell and Jesse Bates. So I think they also have a good defense, but I don't think they've been playing up to their potential this year. While the Steelers defense looks a lot different with TJ Watt. And I think a lot of um, the pundits have been saying that you can't really evaluate the Steelers defense for the games that TJ Watt wasn't there because with him, they're so different as we saw last week. So I'm glad we might be getting Montrevis Adams back this week and Ogan Joby, Hayward and Watt, they make up a really good front four, front three, I mean, and then Watt and Highsmith off the edges. And I think our D-line has been our strength for a little while. Um, and then Miles Jack actually only played a few snaps or dressed up, but didn't play because he was nursing an injury. So it'll be good, I think, to have him back as well. And then our secondary looked good last week. It looked really good. And it should be getting Minka back. So I think both defenses are good, but I'm going to give the Steelers the edge, especially the way they played week one against the Bengals. That was a great performance. So I think I'm going to give the Steelers the edge. And then on the special teams, they have a good kicker, Evan McPherson. A lot of people like him. Very fun, loving guy. He, uh, Super Bowl show, he attended the halftime show instead of um, going back into the locker room. So, um, and then we don't have Boswell. If we had Boswell, I think we would give him the edge to the Steelers. But because of the lack of Boswell, I give that to the Bengals. The Bengals win at win at offense and special teams. Well, the Steelers have the edge at defense. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. I agree with you um, with those selections as well. So, yeah, so overall, um, <laughs> I think the Bengals are favored when looking yeah. at the grand scheme of things mm -hmm. with their offense and um, special teams being better than ours. Right, right. So, but we'll see if that influences our game predictions. Um, we're better than the Steelers this year. We're both four and five, but all right, why don't you give me two keys for the game for the Steelers to guarantee a victory and then I'll give one and then we'll get into our predictions and close it out. Yeah, um, I think one that I've kind of emphasized a lot over um, this episode is running the football. Um, we have to be successful with that. We kind of um, have seen Kenny Pickett throwing the ball a little too many times sometimes during games. So if yeah. the running game is successful, I think it just opens up the path uh, on our offense for many different um, options. And then uh, my second thing would be on the defensive end, and that would be to like pressure Joe Burrow. Their offensive line is weak, so you know, sack him and, you know, make him do, make him, you know, make his decision-making poor and maybe get a turnover or two. Yeah, that's a perfect segue. Like, get a turnover off Joe Burrow, get a two-strip sack interception. But Kenny's mm -hmm. got to take care of the ball, too. <clears throat> I think Kenny's, it's tough with his last name, Pickett. A lot of people are making jokes. Pickett's thrown, Pickett will throw those picks. But um, I think if he can take care of the ball, if we can win the turnover battle, I think we have a good shot of winning this game, especially being at home. And then I don't want to look too far ahead, but if we win this game, we're four and six. And then we have a very favorable schedule in terms of we play the Colts on Monday night. We always play well at prime time, then play the Falcons, then play the Ravens, but at home. And then you're looking at Panthers Raiders. So this game, in my opinion, would define the season. If we can win this game, I, season back on. If we lose this game, then essentially you have to win out to make it to the playoffs. So this is pivotal. And so, Ariana, who are you going to win this game? Yeah, I mean, like you said, this game is important for our playoff chances, even though they're very slim. 
And I gave yeah. you kind of three keys to the game, but I feel like if we are to win this game, it will have to be convincing. Our offense will have to be explosive and they will, there will have to be deep shots. So I think we're going to come slightly short, but we're going to be a lot more aggressive with our tactics. So I'm going to expect uh, a 35-27. And who oh, wins? Real high scoring. I take that back. I take that back. <laughs> I'm going to say a 28-25 game to the Bengals. Okay. Wow. I feel like you're the one who usually goes Steelers in this scenario. So I'm surprised, but um, um, I think I'm riding on emotion right now and we'll see what happens, but I'm going to go Steelers. And then what we won 20 to 10 last week, but we should have had 26 points with the two missed field goals. Saints. I honestly think Saints have a better defense than the Bengals. Maybe the same. Uh, I'll say we open it up and I'm, I've been saying this, but we win. We hit the 30 mark. And we win Steelers 30, Bengals 24. I mean, obviously, I would not be mad with that. <laughs> yeah, I hope you're wrong about your prediction. So, yeah, we'll talk to you guys again next week. So, yeah, we're going to be um, – this week is a little bit – we're just getting used to getting everything up. We'll be getting used to getting everything uploaded as you're probably watching now. So, it's after it's been uploaded. But um, we'll be uploading the audio via Spotify and, and Anchor a little bit earlier in the week. And then – this video and uploading these videos a little bit later in the week, but with enough time for you guys to watch, um, for enough time for you guys to watch the previews before the game. So go Steelers. And, um, we hope we're talking to you after a Steelers victory next week. Yeah. Have a good time. Yeah. Yeah.